all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. What's going on, everybody? Come on, it's Monday night. Time to command your week and command your day with the power of prayer. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share the video. I already see you coming on in. We are live everywhere on all of our social networks, Facebook and uh, YouTube and Periscope, as well as Instagram. So I am so glad this prayer is going to be super, super good, super powerful tonight. So come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. And share this video tonight. I don't know about you, but I am so excited to be able to pray tonight. Y'all do me a favor. Uh, again, come on in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share it. I see you, Canada. I see you, Alabama. What's going on? Come on in. I see you. I see more Alabama. Come on in. Indianapolis. What's happening? Dallas. What's going on, Dallas? Um, come on in, everybody. Listen. Uh, hey, Aurora. I, one of the top prayer requests we got to put in. So listen, today was like the high in Denver. It's like 90 something. And uh, and I'm going to tell you something. They say it's supposed to happen in L.A. They say it is supposed. Hey, Florida, Texas. They said it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Um, Virginia. Hey, good to see you. And what was amazing to me about them saying that it was supposed to snow, um, snow tomorrow is that uh, I was doing my exercise this evening. As I was doing my exercise, it was very, very, very windy. It was very windy. What's going on, Phoenix? Kate Baker, what's going on? Um, and what was amazing to me, hey, Georgia, what was amazing to me about this whole endeavor um, is how the wind blew in change. And uh, the first thing we're going to do, the first thing we're going to do on uh, prayer tonight um, is we're going to talk about the winds that you may be experiencing in life. The purpose of the wind is to blow something fresh and something new in. And so for those of you that are like, oh my God, there's some things that are going on. So we rebuked the stone. Yes, we rebuked the stone. Jesus, my God, it is September 7th. Ain't nobody got time for no snow. That is a mess. That is an absolute offensive travesty. God ain't pleased. I'm just saying. Uh, but but there is such a powerful principle there, right? And the principle is this. The principle is that when the wind comes in, it is literally indicating that there is a quick change. Something new is blowing in. And for some of you, you are dealing with wind in your life. You are dealing with scenarios in your life that are bringing in. Things are blowing. Stuff is all over. Stuff is everywhere. And you're like, what in the world is going on? That has become something fresh is coming. Can I just get you to make this announcement on the screen before we even get into prayer that deep tonight? Something new is coming. Type that on the screen. Something new is coming. Coming. There are things that you have prayed for and God is literally using the wind to blow that stuff in. He is literally using the wind to blow that stuff in. So I need you to not, I need you not to get upset. I need you not to get mad. I need you not to get frustrated. I need you not to say, God, why me? Instead, I need you to just make this declaration and say, thank you for the wind. Come on, y'all. Come on. Take that on the screen. Thank, thank you for the wind, Lord. Thank you for the wind. Come on, put that on the screen. Not only is something new coming, thank you for the wind. The wind that is an indication uh, that something new is coming. That's good to me, all right? So let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and we honor you. We thank you, sir, because you're good. We thank you because you're faithful. We thank you because you're consistent. We thank you because you are dependable. Tonight, God, on this uh, first Monday of the month of September, God, we give you glory. And Father, we declare... That in these last four, we shall see more. We shall see more favor, more breakthrough, more prayer, more worship. Father, everything about our lives, we declare it is increasing for the good. It is improving for the good. You are the God 
that takes us from faith to faith. You're the God that takes us from glory to glory. You're the God that takes us from level to level. So God, tonight we open up in prayer asking you to forgive us for all of our sins. Those committed knowingly and unknowingly, the things that we knew we have no business doing, that's transgression. Forgive us, God, uh, for our arrogance that would make us transgress. Forgive us, God, for thinking that we could do whatever we wanted to do and there not be any consequence to it. Father, we reconnect and recommit ourselves to you. We declare we are not transgressors. Let's pray, y'all. We are not those that just willfully disobey and willfully deviate from what you said to do. Father, we rebuke every ounce of rebellion in us against you. We rebuke every ounce of disrespect, every ounce of dishonor that is in us toward you in the name of Jesus. And Father, tonight, we ask for forgiveness for iniquity. Iniquity is generational sin that's passed down. Father, forgive us for not breaking curses, but perpetuating them. Forgive us for not being the interruption, but being the perpetuator. Forgive us, God, for looking to the generations before us and repeating the same wrongs. We're supposed to be the curse breakers. That's who we are. Type that on the screen. That is who we are. We're the curse breakers. We are the interruption to the dysfunction in our bloodline. So Father, we ask that you forgive us for our iniquity tonight in the name of Jesus. And then we go further, Father. We pray tonight for forgiveness for sin. That means to make mistakes, to miss the mark. Father, forgive us for every mark that we miss because we were caught up doing our own thing, caught up doing it our own way. Forgive us, God, for not looking at all of the full information. Forgive us for making decisions based on impartial information and making decisions based on folks that didn't know what they were talking about. In Jesus' name, forgive us for giving our ears, God, to people we never should have given them to. Forgive us for giving our emotions uh, over to situations and circumstances we never should have allowed them to be influenced by. And tonight, Father, we start out prayer thanking you for every windy situation. That is in our life. Whenever the wind blows, that means anything that's not anchored down, it will begin to blow. And this is why your word says in Hebrews that when you speak, you shake everything that can be shaken. So only that which cannot be shaken shall remain. Father, we thank you that the wind is an indication that not only is something new coming, but the wind is an indication that everything that's not anchored down in our lives, that it's got to get up out of our lives. My God, everything that's not anchored down in our lives, it's got to be moved. When the wind comes, it blows out what's got to go and it blows in something new. We started out this year, 2020, declaring all things new. And Father, you have made all things do. And in these last four, Father, last week on prayer, we spent declaring that in these last four, we'd see more. We named every month this uh, for the remainder of this year. You said life and death are in the power of our tongues, and they that love it shall eat its fruit. Father, we love to speak your word. That's the fruit we eat. We love to speak words of faith. That's the fruit we eat. We love to speak words of increase and encouragement and building us up. Why? We are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. Father, we rebuke every negative thought that says we don't deserve to do well. Father, the reality is, is if it wasn't for your sacrifice 2,000 years ago on the cross, Father, that we don't deserve to be here. But because of your sacrifice 2,000 years ago, you have made us righteous. Therefore, when we pray tonight, we are not praying as sinners saved by grace. No. We pray tonight according to what you call us. We are the righteousness of God. That means we are in right standing with God. Everything about our lives, you make it right. And so, Father, we thank you that the wind is used to bring in something new. We bless you for the wind. We bless you that the wind blows out bad connections, blows out bad information, blows out bad mentalities, blows out bad ideology blows out bad relationships. It moves that stuff out of the way. And Father, we declare that we will not allow the wind to stop us from a win. Come on. We will not allow the wind to stop us from a win. We were built to walk in the wind. We were built to deal with the wind. The wind is an indication that you are present. Every time in the scripture, when the wind was present, you normally were on a boat. You were dealing with your disciples and you use the wind in order to teach them how to win. So we declare we will use every windy situation where there is change, where things are different, where we've got to adjust to new normals, where we've got to adjust to things being different than they were before. We declare that in those environments, we are victorious. In those environments, we win. In those environments, we succeed. We rebuke the devil. Come on. 
and every demonic thought that will try to come against us to try to shut us up, shut us down, or keep us from uh, worshiping you and being silent in these last four. And we declare, God, that we are rising up. Now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up to possess the kingdom. The kingdom of God is how you do things. God, we are possessing how you do things. Your thoughts are not like ours. They're higher. Your ways are not like ours. They are better. Father, forgive us for trying to put you, a God that has no boundaries, in our box of how you got to operate. Father, forgive us for trying to put you a God that has no restrictions and our restrictions of it's got to be like that. It's got to be like that. You are the God of the miraculous. Come on, type on the screen. He's a miracle worker. You are the God of the miraculous. You are the God that does things that haven't been seen before. Eye hasn't seen. Ear hasn't heard. That means ain't nobody talking about what we're about to do. Nobody's seen what we're about to do. Eye hasn't seen it. It hasn't heard it. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. Heart means mind of man. In other words, nobody's even thought about it this way. Father, we declare in these last four, Father, that we would see what you said. We would hear what you are saying. And it would enter into our heart that which you have ordained. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this thing tonight. Prayer is going to be powerful as it always is. What are you doing, Mr. Foreman? Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray, 7 to 8 Mountain Time, 9 to 10 Eastern Time. Uh, it was a 6 to 7 Pacific Time and 8 to 9 Central Time. Let me tell you, I, I'm so fired up about prayer tonight, as I always am, uh, because I know that prayer has power. And so I encourage you, as I say every week, to really carve out this time. Because for most of us, guys, this is the most time we're praying consecutively for the entire week. And I don't say that uh, uh, in a shady way. I don't say that in a negative way. What I'm saying is let's make it count. Let's make it matter. Can I just get you to say prayer matters? Prayer matters. Uh, prayer is our way to adjudicate in the spirit. What do you mean adjudicate? It's how we get things, decisions made in the spirit. It is literally us taking our pleas and petitions before God. For those of you that have, I've never taught you on prayer, let me give it to you real quick. Three things we're going to do tonight. Number one, we're going to pray. That's to ask. That's what you do for yourself. Can I get you to type pray on the screen? That's what you do for yourself. Number two uh, is you make supplication. Supplication is when you pray for another Christian. We're going to do that tonight. What I love about our prayer gatherings is that we are a community. We gather together on several social media channels, plus the Harvest Channel, and then tons of people that listen to the podcast and the replay. And we are literally a community that builds one another up. And then number three, intercession. To intercede is, can I get you to type that on the screen? To intercede is to pray for somebody that cannot go to God on their own. It's to pray for an unbeliever. So we do all three of those every Monday night, all right? And you can go back and listen to past prayers and I've taught series on it because there's a lot of misunderstanding about prayer. Hear me, we are God's sons and daughters. So we're not begging him to do anything we are taking our petitions before our father. And that's so important. If you do not see him as your father, but you got to beg him, you will think that the louder you get, or if you cry, or if you get emotional, that that moves him. The scripture is very clear. Without faith, it's impossible to move God, which means uh, to, uh, to please God, which means when we pray, we're going to get up and then we're going to act on it tonight. All right. A couple of things you're going to hear me to have you to do. You're going to hear me have you to say a lot because life and death are in the power of your tongue. Type on the screen, my tongue. All right. It's not just enough for somebody else to speak life. You got to speak life into your own life. You're also going to hear me have you to type a lot of stuff on the screen because the scripture says wherever two or three touch on agreeing anything, it shall be done for them. Well, this is our way to digitally agree. It's social or no, I don't like social distancing, physical distancing because we're social beings. So it's physical distancing. Uh, as we're in prayer tonight. All right. Uh, before we go into those things tonight, let me just give a, give you a couple of quick announcements that we're going to go further in prayer tonight. Um, tonight, if you are in Atlanta, please, we'd love for you to be a part of our Atlanta launch team. How do you do that? You just type, uh, type the word, um, text the word H-C-A-T-L is one word, Harvard Search Atlanta, H-C-A-T-L. To 59769. We're getting ready to expand to the area in Georgia right now. The governor's latest order makes it so that we can't do it yet. We can't have more than 50 people without excessive restrictions, and so we can't do it right now. But um, that lifts October 10th. Until then, we're building our launch team. That's only about a month away, and we'd love for you to do that. All right? Can I get a few of y'all to put that on each platform? Text HCATL to 59769, and we will be able to move in that, that way. That's number one. All right. Um, number two, uh, if you don't have the Harvest app, can I encourage you to get it? How do you get it? 
You just text the word harvest. Can I get y'all to type this on every social platform on the harvest channel? There's no chat, uh, but, uh, but you're good. Text uh, harvest to 59769. You can get our app. It's over like 10,000 downloads. We can't actually get the real number anymore because Apple changed how they do their reporting. So our app company, they give us, we have the most accurate data we can get. Um, but uh, thousands of you open that app every week for those of you that opt in to, you know, if you do the little thing on Apple or Android that says opt in and report. We know thousands of you do that each week and use the app. So praise God for that. You can read the whole Bible in a year. Every message is in there. Our podcast is in there. Harvest Music is in there. So many amazing resources are in our app for uh, absolutely no cost to you because of the faithful giving of the people of harvest. Oh my God. And that's why God is uh, blessing the people of harvest. All right. Uh, I want us to go further in prayer tonight. Um, as we go further in prayer tonight, uh, one of the things that I want to um, just say to you, if but one last announcement, and then we go on further in prayer. Don't forget, Harvest Conference registration is open. The conference is October 1st and 2nd. It's going to be amazing. An amazing lineup. Uh, you've got actress Excellence Atkins, pop star CeCe Peniston, uh, Dorinda Clark Cole. Um, you've got a host of other masterclass speakers uh, that are going to be doing that. You can get the whole list and the whole lineup. Pastor uh, John Hanna, myself. It's an amazing lineup, and uh, the evening experiences are going to be open, and the building here will be open in Denver. We're going to do an Atlanta camp, um, but we're going to keep it moving. Uh, and I want to pray for you because some of you, you have put life on hold saying, I can't do it because of Corona virus. Can I give you some um, some wisdom about coronavirus? And I want to pray about this. This is the first thing we're about to go into. I need you to know, Corona, that word actually means crown. Shut up. Come on. I don't mean literally shut up, but take this out. Corona means crown. So this is literally, please listen to me, the crown virus. It's the crown virus. Now, there's several levels to this because in America, they are predicting that 410,000 people will pass away by this thing. My God. Um, I want us to pray for those that are grieving. If you have lost anyone or you or you know someone that is, oh, we're about to, I'm about to hit that crown thing good. We're about to hit that thing. If, you, if you're grieving right now, I want to cover you in prayer. If you are grieving right now uh, as a result of anything uh, related to coronavirus, you lost someone, uh, can I just do, you the hand, do the hand wave emoji because I want to pray for you. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for every single individual right now that is grieving because of uh, any loss. Grief is our natural response to loss. And in Jesus' name, we send your shalom to them. We cover them. God, they are not out here by themselves. They are not out here uh, just a, a, a wandering aimlessly. Father, we cover them now in the name of Jesus. Can I get everybody to just say we cover them? Type that on every platform. We cover them. We cover them right now in the name of Jesus. And we rebuke depression. We rebuke anxiety. We rebuke them feeling like life is over. In fact, God, we pray that they would use what the enemy meant for evil and that they would turn it, that you, God, would turn it for good. We cover their emotions. In the name of Jesus, we cover their loss. In the name of Jesus, we cover their progress. We cover their uh, the people around them. We cover their memories that were memories of those that they've lost come up. We cover them. Father, even for those who have lost people who are not related to coronavirus, anybody, if you've lost anybody this year, not related to corona, but just period, do the hand wave emoji. I want to cover you right now. You are not by yourself. We cover you under the blood of Jesus, the blood that's an instrument of redemption. And I send hope right now to your house, to your car, to your automobile, wherever you are at. I send hope to you right now in the name of Jesus. I cover you. We cover you. You are not isolated. You are not by yourself. You are not alone. I pray that you would find purpose out of your pain. I pray that you would find uh, joy out of grief. I pray that you would put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And together we come against you, said Lord, that you have borne our sicknesses and you've taken away our griefs. Our griefs. That means it's plural. That means our grief and everything connected to our grief. God, we release it to you in the name of Jesus. We send, Father, a sense of love into their home. We send, God, a sense of family into their home. We send, God, a sense of community into their home. That they would know they are not by themselves. 
In Jesus' name, I pray that you would send what they need, God. Send what they need so that they know you've got them. Father, if it's a certain word that needs to be used, send it. If it's a certain sentence that needs to be used, send it. If it's a person that shows up with something encouraging, send it. Whatever they need in this time, we pray that you send it right now. In the name of Jesus, let's shift. Now, God, we pray on this Labor Day for those who have lost over still 12 million people whose jobs have not come back as a result of coronavirus in America alone. Father, we pray for labor. Can I get everybody to type labor on the screen? Even if you're not in America, just type labor. Even if you're listening to this, even my Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family that listens to prayer, hear me, I need everybody to just say labor. Father, we cover their labor right now. Those 12 million whose jobs have not returned in America alone, we pray for labor. We pray, God, that you would create a position for them. For those that you want to be entrepreneurs, that they would use this time to step out on faith and to launch the business, whatever it is they're supposed to do. We cover their labor. We pray that their labor would be rewarding. We pray with um, not just financially, but it'd be rewarding to their sense of purpose. Father, we come against the things that make them want to sit in the house all day and say, there's no opportunity for me. I pray that a fire be lit on the inside of them. In the name of Jesus, and we cover their labor. I rebuke everybody whose retail stores have not opened back up. I rebuke you thinking that was your only door. Father, reveal to them that there's another door. Come on, y'all. Reveal to them that there's another door. There's another way, that there's another opportunity. We cover every person involved in healthcare. I feel like prayer tonight, y'all. Let's go. Every person involved in healthcare tonight. In the name of Jesus, Father, we cover them. We pray, Father, that as the report said, that many of those in healthcare are not getting ill. Father, we pray that everybody that's on prayer, everybody that listens to the repeat, everybody that listens to everything connected in the name of Jesus, we cover them and declare that that would continue to reduce. We continue to pray for a swift end. Everybody type swift end if you're on social media. A swift end to this coronavirus outbreak. We shut it down. In the name of Jesus right now, in the name of Jesus right now, we pray for those dealing with residual effects that you've already, uh, that have already overcome coronavirus. If you don't mind doing this, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you don't mind doing this, if you have already overcome coronavirus, can I get you to do the hand wave among you? Because I'm about to cover you because I'm going to pray that you don't have any residual effects. And that if you do, uh, on your experiencing those, that those come to a swift end. The scripture says that healing is the children's bread. That means that's what we eat. What we eat as children of the Most High God is healing. Healing in our body. Healing in our soul. That's our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Healing in our spirit. In the name of Jesus. So we pray for a swift end to those dealing with any residual effect. I declare your body, every cell will function properly. Every blood vessel will function properly. Your lungs will function properly. I come against, I come against shortness of breath. I come against any dysfunctions in your blood vessels and your veins. We declare from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you are 100% healed. I need everybody to type 100% if you're on social media. 100% healed. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody right there, say amen. Guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, share if you're on a social channel. And again, big uh, hey and what's up to my Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. Love you all. Um, let me say this. If you just came in, you missed something I said. Please listen to me right now. If you don't listen to nothing else I say tonight, please listen to me. The word corona, it means crown. If you actually look at the, the uh, molecular structure of the coronavirus, you'll see those little things on the edge of it. And that's actually how it attaches to um, the cells in our body. It's the crown. And I need you to get this. So literally when it says coronavirus, look at what they named it. They named it, watch this, they named it the crown virus because that's what corona means. What are you saying? Um, and I, please hear me. Um, what the enemy meant for evil, please listen to me. God is using, please, please, just please catch the revelation of this, that what was meant for evil is releasing a crown. I just need you to say crown right there. I need you to just release crown right there. Please type crown on the screen. The enemy meant for evil is used to give a crown. Can I give you scripture to back that up? Revelation 5.10. And he makes us kings and priests. 
kings and priests, kings and priests. Um, uh, Revelation uh, 1 and 6, and he has made us kings and priests. Can I suggest to you um, that if you are alive during this time, hear me and hear me clearly, um, that this is the time where the level of authority you walk with increases. Come on, come on, say my authority is increasing. If you grew up in church, particularly the Pentecostal and charismatic tradition, there was a heavy emphasis on knowing spirits. And you know this spirit, spirit of Jezebel, spirit of this, spirit of that, spirit of that, spirit of that. When you walk in authority, it's not that you need to know those spirits. Those spirits know who you are. Can I back that up with scripture? We're about to pray. Let me back that up with scripture. The apostle Paul said, here's what the apostle Paul said. The apostle Paul said it like this. He says, I knew a man, he speaks of himself in the third person, who was caught up into the third heaven. The third heaven, third heaven is where God dwells. All right, first heaven is literally this, this atmosphere, oranos is the Greek word that we're in. The second heaven is the chasm between uh, us. When the Bible says in Daniel um, that uh, it says that the prince of Persia, it withstood uh, of the angel from bringing the answer. He was caught up and he was withstood. That deals in the second heaven. That is with the air, prince of the power of the air. Third heaven is where God dwells. Just stay with me for a minute. Paul said, I knew a man that was caught up into the third heaven. So when Paul has this experience where he's caught up into the third heaven, please stick with me. It was so that God, please listen to me. Paul had been through hell. Paul, they had tried to kill him. Listen, they stoned him to death and he got back up. I need you to release this. I'm getting back up. I pray right now for everybody's bounce back, that whatever has been a setback, whatever has knocked us down, that we would get back up and we get back up with authority. They had done all kinds of crazy things to Paul, but Paul had earned a spiritual rank. He earned a rank, please listen to me, because of what he survived. Shout out. God, this is good to me. He earned a rank by what he survived. And for some of y'all, y'all like, Bishop, I'm going through so much. Listen to me. You are earning rank in the realm of the spirit because God literally brings Paul up to show Paul off. Stay with me. I'm about to pray for this thing in prayer. He literally brings Paul up to show Paul off so that everybody in the realm of the heavens. Now, who's there? We know from Job chapter one who would be gathered in the heavens. The scripture says, the scripture says this, in Job chapter one, now there was a meeting of the sons of God. Sons of God is a Hebrew idiom for the archangels. Just stay with me for a minute. The archangels are those that were the leading angels. Those that uh, commanded the angel armies. Stay with me, please. What ends up happening is that we know Satan is amongst them because um, I won't get too deep into this thing. Satan is amongst them. And with Satan being amongst them, that's because Satan is, 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 we like to say the devil and his demons, but that's more Greek mythology than it is Bible. I won't go too deep into that. Go get my series Resistance, and I teach you about how all that works. It's called Resistance. Stay with me, please, because we're about to cover this in prayer. So what happens is we know that uh, one-third of the angelic host, according to Revelation 12, were cast down uh, to the earth. Check this out. God, Paul is caught up into this third heaven and has this experience where God is literally showing off Paul to all of the spiritual opposition he deal with. Check this out. This is why, do y'all remember in the, in the book of Acts, when the Bible says that um, uh, the, the, uh, uh, there was the sons of Sceva and one of them was possessed. And here's what they said. Jesus we know and Paul we know, but who the heck are you? How did they know Paul? Because Paul had earned a level of authority and earned a, learned a level of rank by what he survived. And for some of you, I need you not to even be mad about the first eight months of this year or even the last 10 years of your life because it was literally giving you authority so you could have another rank. I need you to just say, I just, <laughs> I just ranked up. Just say, say it like that. I just ranked up. See, the reason you had to go through that heartache was so that you could get another spiritual rank. Because now when heartache shows up, you can speak to that thing and declare, get the heck up out of here. See, for some of you, you have gone through things that have literally broken you so that now you can speak to stuff when other people are going through it. They're going to be concerned about it. But you're going to say, wait a minute, I've got authority, baby. I just ranked up. I just ranked up. And for everybody that was mad and complaining about what you dealt with, it took your rank up. So now when the enemy looks at you, he's like, don't mess with her because she's got rank. Come on. Don't mess with him because he's got rank. 
I want to cover this in prayer because this crown virus, listen to me, this crown virus was to give you another level of rank. You have survived what people, what, what, watch me, what hasn't happened in a hundred years. You have survived a once in a century situation. And I need you tonight to realize your rank has increased. Your authority has increased. That's why what you speak, you're seeing it happen. That's why people come to you and ask you for prayer. That's why people are drawn to you because they can recognize your rank. Come on. They can recognize your rank. Let's cover this in prayer. God. In Jesus' name, we thank you that our rank has increased because of what we have survived. Just like you did with the Apostle Paul. When he survived, you showed him off to, in the realm of the spirit. And you showed him off. And that's why the enemies, that's why the demons were able to recognize him. They said, Paul we know and Jesus we know. They knew him because he ranked up. They knew him because his authority increased. And tonight, in the name of Jesus, we declare our authority is increasing. The crown virus has now put a greater crown on our heads. In the name of Jesus. And if we're still alive on this earth, we still got work to do. If we still have a pulse, God, you still have a plan. This is not our end. This is not our destruction. This is our fresh start. This is our fresh beginning. This is an opportunity to do something again, but do it better than we did it the first time. In the name of Jesus, I speak to the boldness of everybody tonight and declare that we are bold as a lion. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. In the name of Jesus, I declare we will not be fearful of the enemy. We will not be fearful of his threats. We will not be fearful of his tactics. We will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with us. You are with us tonight in the name of Jesus. And we've got authority. We've got the authority to speak to sickness and see it dry up. Everybody type on the screen, I have authority. We have authority to speak to resources and command them to come to us. We have the authority to speak to governments and speak to systems and speak to sickness and speak to issues and watch them change because we have ranked up. We have survived what hasn't happened in a hundred years. It gave us a greater crown. We have survived what, what, what hasn't happened in this lifetime. It has given us a greater rank. The crown virus has now made us to be kings and priests. It makes us spiritual and successful. It makes us be able to pray and to slay. And we thank you for it now in Jesus name. Come on. Can we just take 15 seconds tonight on prayer and just release a digital praise? Can I get you to just type a praise, type a hallelujah, type a glory to God, type a thank you, Jesus, type a yes, Lord, type a God. I love you. Come on. Just put a praise on the screen. Give him some computer love. Come on, give them some computer love tonight. If you're on social media, if you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio or the Harvest Channel and you're uh, listening or watching that way, I need you to say it out of your mouth if you can't type it on social media. God, we love you. God, we thank you. We have ranked up. We have ranked up. We're not at the same level we are anymore. That's why the warfare is not the same because we, when you're dealing with a different level, now you are dealing with a different set of issues. Hey, kabaha, a different set of issues. But I declare we've got this. We've got this. We rebuke fear. We rebuke anxiety. We rebuke panic. Come on, type on the screen. I've got this. 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 You've got this. In Jesus' name. Amen. My goodness. All right. I want to go further in prayer. If you're just coming in, do me a favor. Like the video. If you're on social media, like the video. Tell me where you are watching from and share this video tonight. Let me just tell you, um, if you have not been on prayer for the entire time, please go back and, and look at the beginning of uh, where we were in prayer tonight. All right. So the name of this virus, coronavirus, crown virus. Um, and, and, and so hear me, what the enemy means for evil, God always uses it for good. One of my favorite scriptures, Romans 8, 28, and we know all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So what does this mean, prayer? This means that God can use this in order to bless us. So I want you to make this declaration and hear me. This is bigger than cast cars and clothes. This is bigger than cast cars and clothes. It's something we said several weeks ago, probably months ago now in prayer. That we would prosper in the midst of this pandemic. 
that we would prosper in the midst of this pandemic. Prosperity is the Hebrew word shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Uh, can I get you to release on the screen, I'm prospering in this pandemic. Come on, I'm prospering in this pandemic. Uh, it was amazing to me to look and to learn uh, that Madam C.J. Walker, that it was in the midst of the outbreak of the pandemic that she became a self-made millionaire. To my knowledge, the first African-American woman, and perhaps, I don't know this, uh, so I had to research this, but perhaps the first African-American period to become a multimillionaire. All right, it, watch me, in a pandemic. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't literally mean shut up, but that's so good to me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Titans of industry, 100 plus years ago, were made in the midst of a pandemic. And for some of you, you need to hear me. God intends to use this to put a crown on you. Shut up, woo! He intends to use this to put a crown on you. He intends to use this to put a crown from you. Come to put a crown on you. He intends to use this to put a crown on you. All right. So I, I want to um I, I want you to put that, and I want to give you this scripture to go along with this. It's in Lamentations five and sixteen. Lamentations five and sixteen. Lamentations is essentially Jeremiah part two. To lament means to cry to mourn, but to lament literally means to ask how and why. How and why. And for some of us during, these, during this, this time, we've said how and why. If you've had coronavirus, you probably said, God, how and why? Looking at the number of people who have lost their lives, you probably said how and why. Is there anybody where in, in this, this time of coronavirus where you have literally said, God, how and why? If that's you, just wave at me. If you've said how and why, let's do the hand wave emoji. If you have said, if you have said, said that, God, how and why? Like, God, how is this happening? Why is this happening? Why are you allowing this? That's what lamentations means. It means how and why, how and why, how and why. Um, in, in Lamentations 5.16, I want you to just listen to this scripture. Again, this is like Jeremiah part two. And it says, the crown has fallen from our heads. Um, woe to us for we have sinned. Woe to us for we have sinned. Then it goes on. It says, because of this, our heart has become faint. In other words, I've lost my fight. Woo! How many of you can be honest that you have lost your fight in some areas where you used to have it and you need it back? Wave at me if that's you. Okay, because we're about to cover all of this in prayer. Come on, let's go. We're on prayer, y'all. We're going to cover this in prayer. All right. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that you would use the coronavirus, the crown virus, to restore and a greater crown to us. Crown is an indication of royalty. A crown is an indication of authority. A crown is an indication of power. That's who you've made us to be. We are not weak. We are not worn down. We are not sad. We are not these sorry little earthling creatures. No, we are in the image and in the likeness of the almighty God. Come on, forgive us, God, for letting our crowns fall. And you having to allow these circumstances to restore the crown to us. In the name of Jesus, we pray for our fight tonight. Oh, Shabbat. We pray for our fight tonight. I pray that we would fight every day to be closer to you. We fight every day to pray. We fight every day to worship. We fight every day to serve. We fight every day to give. We fight every day to forgive. We fight every day to advance your kingdom. We fight every day to see people come to you. And we fight every day to see improvements in our faith, in our family, in our finances, and in our future. In Jesus' name. Can I get you please to type this if you're on social media? Give me my fight back. Come on. I know it's long, but type it. Give me my fight back. We rebuke lethargy in the name of Jesus. We rebuke thinking that we've got to wait until 2021 before life begins. In the name of Jesus, we declare, like it says in Lamentations, that our hearts would not grow faint, that our hearts would not be faint. One verse that says that our hearts have become sick. God, we rebuke any sickness in our hearts. We rebuke any sickness in our minds, sickness that would make us think circuitously in circles. 
In Jesus' name, sickness that would make us think in cycles, going through the same thing. I declare that these last four, we will see greater than we've seen before. In these last four, we will see more. In Jesus' name, Father, I come against feeling lonely. For there are many, God, that have people around them and they still feel lonely because their hearts have become sick. And they can't even connect with people anymore. Oh, my God. If that's you, wave at me. If you know I'm just what I just said is you put the wave on the screen. And in Jesus name, I pray that people would be able to trust again. Come on. We'd be able to love again, that we'd be able to open up and communicate again. God, you use the first part of this to quarantine us to deal with our individual issues. But God, don't allow us to become so individually focused. That we don't know how to connect with people anymore. Don't allow us to be so individually focused that we don't know how to interact with people anymore. In Jesus' name. Oh, my God. Look. Lamentations 5.17. Remember coronavirus. Corona means crown. Crown virus. It says, uh, Lamentations 5.16. Let me get to you again. Lamentations 5.16. The crown has fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have sinned. We messed up. I see your hands coming in. We messed up. Look, it goes on. It says, for this, in other words, what? Because the crown was gone. When the crown was gone, our hearts became faint. In other words, we lost our fight. One version says our hearts became sick. Our heart in scripture always refers to our mind, nine times out of ten. Then it goes further. For these things, our eyes have grown dim. In other words, watch me. One version, good news translation says, we can't see through the tears. There's so much tears. There's so many tears. There's so much grief that we can't even see past it. How many of you, let's be honest on prayer tonight. And guys, if you haven't shared this, please share this. People need this tonight. We need this. Don't We need this. But please share this if you haven't shared it. On Instagram, you can use a little arrow. Put it in somebody's inbox. Y'all send, people send me stuff all the time. I'm like, I get 200 messages. I do not have time to look at all this stuff. Um, but that's just me. You can send it to other folks. Look, um, how many of you be honest? Your outlook for your future, your outlook for what's next, your outlook for things improving, your vision about tomorrow, your next, that it's grown dim. In other words, it's like, I can't even see it. I don't even see this getting better. Wave at me. Come on. No shame. You would be performing. When you with me, you never have to be shamed. There's never any judgment with you and me. I can't talk about nobody else. There's never any judgment with me. You're in a safe place. How many of you can be honest that your outlook for the future, it's like, mm, I don't even know. Come on. I don't even know. I don't even know. You're like, God, I don't know how this gets better. For some of you with your parents and kids, you're like, how does this get better? How is this supposed to get better? Like, uh, you know, looking at the news, I had to stop watching the news so much because I said, you know what? At a certain point, I just need to know what's going on. But after that, this is toxic to me. This is toxic. This is toxic. Got it? It's reporting about the same people doing the same stuff and they ain't going to change. I just, we just need to just, we got a way to deal with that in America. It's called November 3rd. Okay. All right. Are y'all with me? How many of you can be honest? Just wave. Just wave. Come on. Because we're about to cover it in prayer. You're not by yourself here. You're not by yourself here. For many people, what has happened is that the, the future, it just looks dim. It's like, I can't even see it. I don't even see how this is going to get better. And let me say this to you. Please get this quote. Please get this quote for me tonight. All right. And for those of you that use social media, Twitter, Instagram, y'all do an Insta story with this. So you tweet this out um, because everybody needs to hear this quote. Whatever you behold, you become. Whatever you behold, see, you become. And so I had to say, I got to stop looking at the news once I get the information. Because it, it, it will make me negative. It'll make me start having uh, 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 toxic thoughts. It'll make me look at people in a certain way and look at different types of people in different types of ways and just different types of things and all kinds of stuff. I said, I got to stop. Whatever you behold, you become. Whatever you behold, you become. Whatever you behold, you become. And for some of you, what happens is you have got to, watch me, you have got to stop looking at what was, and you have got to embrace the new that's on the way. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Are y'all hear what I'm saying? I, so I want to cover that in prayer. Lamentations 5 and 17, our eyes have grown dim. 
means we can't even see. And, and when I do see, I'm negative about. How many of y'all can be honest? That's where you've been. It's like, I see stuff. I'm just negative about it. I just think it's going to get this. I just think it's going to get that. When everybody and he talks about the future, you're like, yeah, we'll see. Where are you at? If you've been that way, just wave at me. Come on, tell the truth. Come on, tell the truth. Say the devil. All right? But when you look at the future, like, mm, you're just negative about the future. Ain't nothing good that you can even imagine about the future. Let's cover this in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, the crown falling from the head. Coronavirus means crown virus. You're using what was meant for evil to restore your, a crown to your people. So in Jesus' name, we now pray over the second piece to this. Father, for where our eyes have grown dim because of the tears, because of the grief, because of what we've been focusing on. We rebuke our negativity. Come on. We rebuke our negative outlook. We rebuke our negative view. We rebuke our, our negative sensations about the future. Father, you said in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know the thoughts and the plans that you have for us. They are good. They are good. They are good. Our future is good because it's in your hand. So, Father, we accept your report. Whose report will we believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord in Jesus' name. So, Father, wherever our vision has become dim, we pray that you would open that up. Wherever our vision has become clouded because of grief, because of sadness, because of sorrow, because of isolation, Father, we pray against that. Father, I pray that every person that's been sitting in their house and ain't got up and got out, Lord, that you would give them the ability, especially if they're in Denver before this doggone snow comes tomorrow, which we rebuke in the name of Jesus. I'm so serious. Uh, Father, that they would get out and see something that inspires them. I pray that what they're seeing tonight on prayer would inspire them. They would inspire them, would inspire them. I pray that their eyes would open, that they'd be, as the saying goes, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. In other words, they've got an exciting outlook. Your word says that, Father, we have to come to you like children. Children always have a bright view of what's to be. That's why even if something negative happens, God, you use a kid to say something encouraging, to say something inspiring. You use a kid to walk over and say, Mommy, why are you crying? That happened to one of y'all today. Whoever that is, say that, me, me, type wherever you at. It happened to one of y'all today. God, use your child to come encourage you in Jesus' name, Father. So we come to you like that. We come to you like children. And in the name of Jesus, we say, God, that our outlook is not dim, but our outlook is strong. Our outlook is full of faith. We believe that our future is good. In Jesus' name, everybody type amen. Um, let's go to this next part. All right. Um, verse 18 says this, for Mount Zion um, is empty and it's desolate, desolate. And then look at this next part. And jackals are over it. Oh my God. In other words, it says, it looks like the only people who are doing well are the fools. How many of y'all, y'all ready? How many of y'all, here's the last part of this, we're going to cover in prayer, we're going to move. How many of y'all, you can be honest, that there's been moments where over these last first eight months of this year, you have looked at circumstances and situations and you've been like, God, it seems like the only people that are doing well are the fools. Y'all wave at me. Y'all wave at me because th th there's nothing new under the sun. So this type of circumstance isn't new. How many of you will be honest that in the first eight months of this year or even this last decade, you looked at some stuff. Just do the hand with emotions. Let me know. And you were like, God, it seems like the only folks that are doing well are the fools. The fools seem to be doing good. How this fool, come on, let's be honest. How this fool look like they're doing well? Let me tell you, let me tell you, that is only for a season. This last thing, um, this last thing that we're going to cover in prayer uh, happened from today's Bible reading. And when I was doing my exercise today, the Lord spoke to me so clear about this. He said, son, I want you to hit this thing in prayer tonight. Uh, and I'm going to do that. But this last thing I want to cover is that you don't allow what you think a fool is getting away with to mess with you. Can I get you to type this on the screen? I will not be moved. Come on. I will not be moved. Um, this happened in Lamentations. They said, our heart is, 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 is faint, our eyes are dim, and fools seemingly are doing well. Fools are doing well. A jackal. Oh, my God. If I had time, if, if prayer wasn't running out of time, I would spend time. I would teach that. But this is prayer, so I ain't going to teach it that deep. 
Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's go. So Father, in Jesus name, we thank you and we honor you, God. We will not be moved because it looks like jackals are doing well. We will not be moved because it looks like jackals are prospering. But in your name, oh God, we thank you that our hope and our confidence is in you. We will not become foolish because it looks like fools wins. We will not act in a foolish way because it looks like fools are winning. Forgive us for envying those you are not with. Oh my God. Forgive us for being jealous of those you are not with. Forgive us for being uh, uh, um, uh, any type of uh, having any type of envy towards those you are not with. We are thankful, God, that our hope remains in you. And we are not those that just pray. We are those that get up and take action. After prayer today, God, give us the grace to take an action towards what we've been praying for tonight. Give us the grace to take a move and make a step towards what you have ordained. And we thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody say amen. Um, now, listen, um, if you're just coming in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. I want to get you uh, I want to get you this one this one scripture. There it goes. Um, that this thing was in today's prayer. Uh, this thing was today's prayer and today's prayer. Uh, and today's Bible reading. If you don't have our app, can I get everybody on social media to type this for me one more time? Text Harvest to five nine seven six nine so you can get our app, um, and uh, so you, you can get our daily Bible reading. What, what does that look like, Bishop? Every day um, there'll be on, at the bottom of the app it says like Bible reading or something like that. You click on it and you'll be able to read through the Bible in an entire year. And so for those of you, who, hey, Malaysia, what's going on, Malaysia? For those of you who have never, hey, California, for those of you that have never, ever read the whole Bible, it would be amazing for you. For those of you that have, have, I have now like seven times, seven or eight times that I read the whole Bible. And every time I go through it again, there's something fresh because the word is alive. This this Bible is alive. So every time I hear it again, something fresh stands out uh, to me because it's alive. And the Bible says that the word of God is sharper as a dual edged sword. Here's what a dual edged sword means. It means that watch me when I pull it back, it cuts me when I use it for it chops what's in front of me. I use it on me and my enemy. Shut up. I use this word on me and any enemy because when I pull it back, it cuts me. When I use it for, it cuts my enemy. Come on here. So this scripture, this thing today, this thing today was so amazing to me when I read it. Um, Please, it's Luke 22. And uh, I'm going to read you the story. And this is going to be the last thing I cover in prayer um, uh, today, uh, probably. Let's see. Luke 22, we're going to start in verse 47. Everybody, please, 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 please listen. If you haven't listened to anything else tonight, please listen to this. I promise you this is going to be so good for you. Luke twenty two forty seven. 47. While he was still speaking, talking about Jesus, there came a crowd and the man called Judas, one of the 12, was leading them. And he drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, now, why did he kiss Jesus? He kissed Jesus to get Jesus emotional because the enemy knows if you're in your emotions, you're not in authority. Got it? And what what did we just go over? About authority, the crown, coronavirus, crown virus, all right? So he wanted to get Jesus to take his crown off, to get emotional. And some of you got to be careful. There are people that try to pull you into emotional stuff because that means you'll take your crown off to come and deal with them. And I need you, watch me, emotions aren't bad unless they're preventing you from evolving. Shut your doggone mind, all right? Let's go. But Jesus said to him, Judas, why would you betray the son of man with a kiss? And those who were around him uh, saw what would follow. They said, Lord, so we strike with the sword. And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. Luke is, is very, Luke is a doctor. Luke is a physician. And so because he's a physician, you know, he's, he's like, if you know medicine, they have this, what in America, they call it what HIPAA laws where you can't say certain things about people and stuff like that. So it was Peter that did it, but Luke was like practicing early HIPAA. And, uh, and so he said, one of them, it was Peter that did it. Stay with me guys. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and he healed him. How did Jesus have the ability to heal who was there to hurt him? How did Jesus have the ability to heal who was there to hurt him? Because he kept his crown on. 
And I need for us not to allow the mess of the enemy to make us take our crown off so that we try to inflict hurt by those that we've got to heal. Please release this on the screen. And when you type it, it's a prayer. I'm keeping my crown on. Come on, put it on the screen. I'm keeping my crown on. All right. Then Jesus said this. Oh, my God. This next two verses. This is the stuff right here that I got to go. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders. Notice who came to get Jesus. L listen, the chief priests, the officers of the church <laughs> or, 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 or Judaism um, and the elders. Can I can I be honest with you? Here's what betrayal is. When you are hurt from people, you never expected it from. The people who were there to come against Jesus weren't the world, weren't the Mary Magdalene's, weren't the, the, uh, the tax collectors, weren't the wine bibbers, as they called them. The people that were there to help Jesus were his own people. I, I need you to release. This is a prayer. When you release it, it's a prayer. Type this on the screen. Oh, my God, I can throw my chair. I won't be shocked next time. I won't be shocked next time. Sometimes you be getting shocked by who comes against you and you just need to take a page from Jesus. The people who will come against you are going to be the people you didn't expect it. So next time, keep your crown on. Don't be shocked. Be like, oh, I, I, oh, I expected this. I just didn't know which one of y'all it was going to be. Today, my prayer was, Lord, take my discernment to another dimension. I want to be able to see this stuff while they're in the plotting stages. I want to be able to see this stuff and hear this stuff while they're thinking this stuff. I said, God, I, I want my discernment to go to another level. All right, let's go. Oh my God, I'm almost out of time. I got to go. So look, look at this. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers and uh, of the temple and the elders who have come out against him. We're about to cover this in prayer. Have you come out against me as a robber with swords and clubs? In other words, Jesus is like, what you're coming against me with doesn't match my past performance. He was like, why are you coming at me like this? Why are you coming at me like this? Because this does I'm not a robber. I'm not a robber. Why are you coming at me with this? What does that mean? That implied in how they came at Jesus was a false accusation. I'm going to cover everybody right now. Father, we shut down every false accusation that could be levied against any of us right now. Come on, type, I shut it down. We, type, we shut down every false accusation that can be levied against us right now in the name of Jesus. They came at you, God, like a robber. And your past performance did not suggest that that was anything like who you were. We shut those down right now in the name of Jesus. And you know who makes those accusations? The people who watched us to know that it ain't true. But in Jesus' name, we shut it down in Jesus' name. Here's the verse, guys. Here's the girl. Oh, my God. I want to throw my chair. Luke twenty-two fifty-three. When I was with you day after day in the temple. So who's there to hurt him? The people he was with day by day. God, your Judas is never going to be a stranger. I just need somebody to know that. People, I got a message from somebody today. Bishop, why are you always using these examples? Because I look at your prayer requests. I know what you're praying for. I know this is what you're going through. That's why a lot of my examples, I use similar things because that's what you're going through. A good pastor doesn't just use this abstract weirdo stuff because it sounds cool. You got to use stuff where people live. Look at verse 53. When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. Listen to this last part. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Everybody Listen. God will allow your enemies to have an hour. He will allow stuff that seems like it's overwhelming to have a moment. Please listen to me. He says, this is your hour. He said, it ain't going to last forever. You only got an hour. Hour there is metaphorical, right? He was saying, this is your moment. He says, this is the only moment you're going to have. He says, this is the power of darkness for this one moment. He says, but don't you dare think that this is how my story is. This is your moment, but you better know I'm coming back. And when I, oh my God, I want to throw my chair. But when I come back in three days, we're going to squabble. Y'all ain't talking to me. You got an hour. You've got a moment. And I need y'all to hear me. With those of you that are dealing with a moment where it looks like the people against you are winning, it's just a moment. I got to go. 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 <laughs> it's just a moment. It's just a moment. Father, in Jesus' name, don't allow us, God, to shut down because they got their hour. Don't allow us to give up because they got that hour. That means their time is limited. 
That means their time cannot continue. That means their time cannot persist. It's the hour. It's the one moment. But God knows that that moment won't last forever. In Jesus' name. Oh my God, guys, I wish I had more time. I got to go. I got two minutes. Listen, if you were just, come, ain't that a word? Jesus, Luke twenty two fifty three. 53. That needs to be y'all's word tonight. If you're not a Christian, tonight's your night to become a Christian. If you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, I want you to do that. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God. I want you to do that. On the count of three, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure, I want you to respond right now. Do the hand wave emoji say it's me? One, two, three. Respond right now. Do the hand wave emoji say it's me if you're on social media. If you're listening to the podcast or the replay, just say, Lord, it's me. Lord, it's me. Isn't that a word? Luke twenty two fifty three. Luke twenty two fifty three. All right, but that whole narrative is Luke twenty two. Jesus looked at him and said, "This your hour, but don't trip. I'll be back." Oh my God! And when I come back, I got you. Don't y'all give up because they got their hour. Every pastor, every leader, you hear me? Don't you go weary because they got their hour. Every business owner, hear me? Don't you go weary because they got their hour. This day hour. Oh my God, but they hour don't last always. Come on. Please say it won't last. Please say it won't last. I need you to type that. It won't last. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. I see your hands responding. Come on. Or say it's me. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. In Jesus' name. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just became a Christian and recommit yourself to the Lord, text the word decision to 59769. Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every social media platform? If you're not on a social media platform, um, then just text the word decision to 59769. I should be getting a countdown from Instagram. I'm not getting my countdown, so I'm going to use this little time. I don't know if they changed the rules or not, but let's keep it going. Guys, if this bless you tonight, so into prayer tonight. How does Harvest and how do I continue to do what we do because of the faithful giving of the people that are connected to Harvest? How can you give? You can go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give and give that way. Uh, you should always bless what blesses you. I'm a believer in this and I believe this before I was a pastor. I have always been a giver and a sower. Uh, and so you got to do that. Part two on this scripture, please. I know. I, you know what? It still let me go on Instagram. There's no countdown. So we may, I'm, look, we may, I may be able to do it. Hey, what up, Mike? So listen, um, uh, Harvest Church Church Forest has give. You can use Cash App. It's now Bishop Foreman with the number one at the end for Bishop Foreman or Harvest Church Give. If you want to do it that way um, uh, for Cash App, if you want to use PayPal or Venmo, it's uh, hello at harvestchurch.church or Zelle, hello at harvestchurch.church. Uh, if you want to use text to give, you guys know how to use that. But you said bless what blesses you. Our church does that. Guys, to God be the glory. We, now the number is over 90,000. We got another harvester that gave. One, a total of additional $7,500, basically. And so we are uh, at now like 95 or something like that, $1,000. Can I show on Facebook? You can. Uh, can you sew on Facebook? I don't know what that, um, I don't know like if there's a Facebook way to give. I don't know. But you just go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? Harvestchurch.church forward slash give. That's it. Bishop Foreman and the number one. That's it. And you'll notice there's a new picture. Cash App shut down the regular Bishop Foreman Cash App. And they won't tell us why, but to God be the glory, we're just going to keep it moving. So it's Bishop Foreman one. All right. Um, so to God be the glory in, in that 30 plus day period, over almost $100,000 that um, to God be the glory we've given away. Isn't that amazing? Can we celebrate Jesus for that? Guys, we are blessed to be a blessing and we're just getting started. So for all my Harvest family, I love you. For all of my extended family, where well, I'm not your pastor, but you're in on prayer. Just want to know we've got nothing but love for you. Guys, get registered for the conference. This is amazing. It's still going. There's no countdown on Instagram. I'm not going to play with her, but just in case the rules have changed, because I don't want to just stop on Instagram. But um, how do you register for the conference? You can text coming to 59769. You'll see there's a separate link there. Even if you go to our events page, you'll see on the church website, you'll see it gives you the other link to go into the brush fire site to register for that. Actress, Estes, Astons, pop star, CC Peniston, both of them are part of our digital family. Uh, um, um, uh, it's just so many. Just go look at it. Just go look. So many of them. Pastor John Hannah, myself. But I love you guys. Um, I really, really do. I am going to get off because I just don't know. Y'all know I can go. I just don't want this thing to shut me down. So there's that. Um, but I love you. Have an amazing night. Keep me in your prayers, would you please? Um, matter of fact, can, since we got a little little time, I hope, can I just get you to type a quick prayer for me? If I've ever been a blessing to you, can I just ask you 
to pray for me for just a moment. Nothing's wrong. All is well. But can I just ask you just type a quick prayer for me? Pray for my wisdom. Pray that I be shalom. Um, tomorrow night, for those of you that are in our five-fold school of ministry uh, training, that starts tomorrow night. It's going to be awesome. Um, but can you just type a quick prayer for me? Um, that I have the right people around me, that according to the scripture that I would have, the Bible says, and David had strong support from those that were around him, that I have strong support from those that are around me, um, that I have the right people in the right seats around me so we can accomplish what God has ordained. Amen. God bless you all. I love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Have an amazing night. Church is going to be awesome on Wednesday. Um, seven o'clock, nine o'clock, uh, mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. And, uh, I love you guys. Thank you for your prayers. Have an amazing night, everybody. Shalom. This Instagram thing is amazing that it's still going. This is amazing. If prayer blessed you, go so, go so, so two things, two homework assignments, go so, and go register for the conference. It's going to be amazing. God bless you guys. Love you. Amen. Wow. Amen. Bye y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps and saving up to 30 dollars a month on cox internet with the affordable connectivity program makes those steps easy to take whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club applying is easy see if you qualify at cox.com acp non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the fcc 